Hello, good day. This is Reading with Finus. I am Finus. <clears throat> I'm reading American Indian Myths and Legends. The story from American Myths and Legends that I'm reading today is How Men and Women Got Together. Uh, follow me at Everything's Just Fine on Instagram to see illustrations of mine. Hey, 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 try to read every day. If not, I will do it for you. Just listen in. Hmm, what are good words? I heard something today about, you know, some Duncan Trussell's podcast. The guy was saying something about there's a cookbook and there's a Buddhist book, and they're both books, but they don't like feed you. You know, you have to do work to to get those things done. You know, to to make a meal, you have to look at the recipe, you have to follow the recipe, you have to get the ingredients, you have to then you know do all things to eat that great meal. Well, the same goes into practicing uh, what you read. There's only one thing to read it, but another thing to actually put the work in to try. I'm trying to remember that. That is something that I'm also going to give to you. <clears throat> so. Take heed. Now the story, how men and women got together. This is a blood pagan story, and let's get started. Old man had made the world and everything on it. He had done everything well, except that he had put the men in one place and the woman in another, quite a distance away. So they lived separately for a while. Men and women did everything in exactly the same way. Both had buffalo jumps, steep cliffs over which they chased buffalo herds so that animals fell to their death at the foot of the cliff. Then both the men and the women butchered the dead animals. This meat was their only food. They had not yet discovered other things that were good to eat. After a while, the men learned how to make bows and arrows. The women learned how to tan buffalo hides and make teepees and beautiful robes decorated with porcupine quills. One day, old man said to himself, I think I did everything well, but I made one bad mistake, putting women and men in different places. There is no joy or pleasure in that. Men and women are different from each other. And these different things must be made to unite so that there will be more people. I must make man mate with woman. I will put some pleasure, some good feeling into it. Otherwise, the men won't be kin to do what is necessary. I myself must set an example. Old man went to over to where the women were living. He traveled for <laughs> four days and four nights. Before he saw the women in their camp, he was hiding behind some trees watching. He said to himself, oh, what a good life they're having. They have these fine teepees made of tanned buffalo hide, while we men have only brush shelters or raw sticking green hides to cover us. And look what fine clothes they wear, while we have to go around with a few petals around our loins. Really, I made a mistake putting the women so far away from us. They must live with us and make fine tents and beautiful clothes for us. Also, I'll go back and ask the other men how they feel about this. 
So old man went back to his camp and told the men what he had seen. When they had when they heard about all the useful and beautiful things the woman had had, the men said, "Let's go over there and get together with these different human beings." It's not only those things that are worth having, said old man. There is something else, a very pleasurable thing I plan on creating. Now, while this was going on in the men's camp, the chief of the women's village had discovered the tracks old man had made while prowling, prowling around. She went, she sent a young woman to follow them and report back. The young woman arrived near the men's camp, hid herself, and watched for a short while. Then she hurried back to the women as fast as she could and told everybody, There, there's a camp over there with human beings living in it. They seem different from us, taller and stronger. Oh, sister, these beings live very well, better than us. They have a thing shooting sharp sticks. and with this, these, they kill many kinds of game that we don't have. They are never hungry. <clears throat> when they heard this, all women said, How we wish that these strange human beings would come here and kill all kinds of food for us. When the women were finished, when finishing their meeting, the men were already over the hill toward them. The women looked at the men and saw how how shabbily dressed they were, with just a little bit of rawhide around their loins. They looked at the men's matted hair, smell the strong smell uh, coming from their unwashed bodies. They looked at their dirty skin. They said to each other, These beings called men don't know how to live. They have no proper clothes. They're dirty. They smell. We don't want people like these. The woman chief hurled a rock at the old man, shouting, Go away! Then all the women threw rocks and shouted, Go, go away! Old man said, it, it, it was no mistake putting these creatures far away from us. Women are dangerous. I shouldn't have created them. Then old man and all the men went back to their own place. After the men left, the women, woman chief had second thoughts. The, these poor these poor men said she said they don't know any better but we could teach them we could make clothes for them instead of shaming them maybe we could go get them to come back if we dress as poorly as they do just with a piece of hide or fur around our waist and the man's camp old man said Maybe we should try to meet these women's creature once more. Yes, we should give it another chance. See what I, I do on the sly. He, he opened his traveling bundle in which he kept his jerk meat and other supplies, and out he took a resplendent white buckskin outfit. I managed to steal this one when those women weren't looking. It's too small for me but I'll add it on a little buffalo hide here and a little bear fur there, and I'll put a shield over here where it doesn't come together over my belly, and I'll make myself a feather headdress and paint my face. 
Then may, maybe this woman chief will look at me with new eyes. Let me go alone to speak with the women creatures first. You stay back a little and hide until I have straightened things out. So, old man dressed up as best he could. He even purified himself in sweat, but which he thought up for this purpose. He looked at his reflection in the lake water and exclaimed, Oh, oh yeah, oh, how beautiful I am. I never knew I was that good looking. Now that women chief will surely like me. Then old man led the way, uh, the way back to the woman's camp. There was one woman on the outlook, and even though the men were staying back in hiding, she saw them coming. Then she spotted old man standing alone on a hilltop overlooking the camp. She hurried to tell the woman chief, who was butchering with most of the other women at the buffalo jump. For this job, they wore their poorest outfits, just pieces of rawhide with a hole for the head. Or maybe only a strip of rawhide around the waist. What little they had was stiff with blood and reeked of freshly slaughtered carcasses. Even their faces and hands were streaked with blood. We'll meet these men just as we are, said the woman chief. They will appreciate our being dressed like them. So the men chief went up to the hill on which men, old man was standing, and the other woman followed her. When he was, when he saw the woman chief standing it, uh, standing there in her butchering clothes, her skinning flint knife still in her hand, her hair matted and unkept, he exclaimed, "Ha! Ho! ho this woman chief is ugly. She's dressed in rags." Covered in, covered with blood. She stinks. I want nothing to do with a creature like this. And these other women are just like that, like her. No, I made no mistake putting these beings far away from us men. And having said this, he turned around and went back to the way he came. He had come, with all his men following him. Wow, what's gonna happen? How are they gonna meet? It seems we cannot do anything right, said the woman chief. Whatever it is, the the those male beings misunderstand it, but I still think we should unite with them. I, I think they have something we haven't gotten, and we have something they haven't got. And these things must come together. We'll try one last time to get them to understand. Let's make ourselves beautiful. The woman went into the river and bathed. They washed and combed their hair, braided it, and attached hair strings on bone pipes and shell beads. They put on their finest robes, well-tanned, dazzling white doe skin covered with wonderful designs of porcupine quills more careful than the ribbon. They placed bone and shell chokers around their necks and shell braces around their wrists. On their feet, they put fully quilled moccasins, Finally, the woman painted their cheeks with sacred red face paint. Thus wonderful, decked out, they started on their journey to the men's camp. All that just for a little bit of more meat? In the village, I'm sorry, in the village of the male creatures, old man was cross and ill-humored. Nothing pleased him. Nothing he ate tastes good. He slept filthful. Filth he got angry over nothing. 
And so it was with all the men. I don't know. What's the matter? said old man. I, I, I wish women were beautiful instead of ugly. Sweat smelling instead of uh, boulderous. Good tempered instead of coming at us with stones or bloody knives in their hands. I mean, we stink though. We wish, we, we, we wish it too, said all the other men. Then a lookout came running, telling old man, the, the women, women, the women beings are marching over here to our camp. Probably they're coming to kill us. Quick, everybody, get, get your bows and arrows. No, wait, said the old man. Quick, go to the river, clean yourselves. Okay, that's good. That's a good start. Anoint and rub your bodies with fats. Arrange your hair appeasingly. Smoke yourselves up with cider. <laughs> oh, yeah. Put on your finest fur garments. Paint your faces with sacred red color. Put bright feathers on your heads. Old man himself dressed in quilled robe, stolen from the woman's camp, which he had made into a, a war shirt. He wore his great chief's headdress. He put on his necklace of bear claws, thus arrayed the men assembled at the entrance of their camp, awaiting the women's coming. The women, the women came. They were singing, their white quilled robes of sweet grass, their cheeks shone with sacred red face paint. All old men exclaimed, Why, those women beings are beautiful. They are delight my they delight my eyes. They their singing is wonderful, pleasing to my ears. Their bodies are sweet smelling and alluring. They make our hearts leap, said the other men. I'll I'll go talk to their woman chief, said the old man. I'll I'll fix things up with her. The woman chief, in the meantime, remarked to the to the other women, Why why these men beings are really not as uncouth as we thought. Their rawness is a sort of strength. They, the sight of their arm muscles pleases my eyes. The, the sound of their deep voices thrills my ears. They are not altogether bad, these men. Old man went up to the woman chief and said, let, let's, let, let's you and I go someplace and talk. Yes, let's do that, answered the chief woman. They went someplace. The woman chief looked at the old man and looked and liked what she saw. Old man looked at the chief woman, and his heart pounded with joy. Oh, let's try one thing that has never been tried before, he said to the woman chief. I, I always like to try new thing out, out new try out new useful things, she answered. Maybe we should lie down, try this, said old man. Maybe one should, agreed the woman chief. They lay down. After a while, old man said, this is surely the most wonderful thing that ever happened to me. I couldn't ever imagine such a wonderful thing. And I, said the woman chief, I never dreamed of I could feel so good. This is much better than better even than eating buffalo tongues. It is too good to be properly described. <clears throat> Let, let's go tell the others about it, said old man. When old man and the, the woman chief got back to the camp, they found nobody there. All the male creatures and the woman beings had already paired off and gone someplace. 
each pair to their own spot. They didn't need to be told about the new this new thing they had already found out. When the men and the women came back from wherever they had gone, they were smiling. Their eyes were smiling. Their mouths were smiling. Their whole bodies were smiling, so it seemed. Then the women moved in with the men. They brought all their things, all their skills, to the men's village. The, then the women quilled and tanned for the men. Then the men hunted for the women. Then there was love. Then there was happiness. Then there was marriage. Then there were children. Dun, dun, dun. Sorry for any kids listening to that, but it sounds like responsibility and money. The the the, the sex was great enough, I'm sure. Um, that was reading with finest. My, my favorite thing. The fact that cleanliness is such a big deal. I love it. I'm here for it. It's like, hey, we they're both are just too uh, oh too dirty. Can't do it. Can't deal with it. Um, you know, it's pretty stereotypical straight relationship there but back then i'm sure there was not a whole bunch of information on all the other things that could have happened in unionship um but thank you for listening to reading with finest i'll be back here tomorrow to read to you again yeah follow your dreams